Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. VR training platforms like the one developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International are helping surgeons train over and over before operating on real patients. As you practice each skill, the muscle memory starts to develop. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Welcome back to Straight Up with Stassi. So this is Pop Culture Hour, not to be confused with Happy Hour. Although pop culture does make us all happy and so does wine. So do what you want. Welcome to Straight Up with Stassi. You guys, if you're somebody who watches this on Patreon, um, I'm sorry that we don't have a video component to today's episode. We've been in a mini hurricane and my life is up in shambles right now and my nursery is completely flooded and we don't have wi-fi and also my nanny my poor nanny called in sick i feel so bad for her me and hartford got her sick sick, and i'm still recovering from being sick so it's just a fucking shit storm and i take back all the jokes that i made behind every californian's back okay because i spent this whole entire weekend making fun of all my people, all my Californian people being like uh-huh. preparing for the hurricane, posting their their hurricane snacks, what their plan is, what their cue is on Netflix and how they're preparing. And I'm like, you lamos, like you wusses. I have been through Hurricane fucking Katrina. I am from Louisiana. Oh, I forgot. I forgot. Yes, like, oh my God. I lost yes. two homes in Hurricane Katrina, my mom's and my dad's people. Okay, I know what it's like to go through shit. So like seeing all the Californians post about Hurricane Hillary, I've just been like, you guys are lame. You're a bunch of clowns. (laughs) And And Hillary said, fuck you, bitch. (laughs) She literally Hillary hates me. Hillary played (laughs) me so hard. You guys, when I tell you, I'm going to give birth. I technically, I mean, I could go into labor at any time. I'm like, my doctor said, you're, you're there, you're full term. Whenever you go into labor, you go into labor and your baby, it's like, you won't have a preemie. Like you're, you're there. Okay. And the way that I have been so worried and ridden with anxiety over the fact that the blinds And the curtains haven't been put up in the baby's nursery. I can just go fuck myself right now. Like, (laughs) you guys, when I tell you that the nursery is flooded, it wasn't just dripping from the ceiling. It was pouring from the light sockets, pouring from the windows. We had so much rain this winter and not a little droplet, not one little fucking droplet landed inside our home. But this one hurricane day, hurricane Hillary day, it was, I felt like I was in Jumanji. Okay. And I had (laughs) rolled the dice wrong and it was the monsoon. Also, I'm so sorry. I'm so wrapped up in myself that I forgot to even fucking introduce again. Sorry. This is welcome to. (laughs) I didn't even even realize. Welcome to pop culture hour, the monthly episode that I do with my BFF, Taylor Strecker. Taylor. Hey, girl. Hi. (laughs) (laughs) you guys i spent all last night sobbing like and i'm telling you i've been through shit i've lost two homes in hurricane katrina this feels worse i feel like because when i lost my homes in hurricane katrina i was a teenager i was 16 years old yeah so like i don't own it like i didn't have to work for that shit i didn't have to i didn't have responsibilities you know like it didn't it didn't matter you were paying the bills to figure out the next step exactly this yes is hitting me so much harder harder because I'm like, where's this baby going to exist? And, and for those of you who are like, well, the first few months, you know, the first six months, the baby goes in the um, parent's room. That's not how Bo and I parent. Sorry. 
Right. And right. if you dare want to mom shame me right now, come at me. I dare you. <laughs> Try. Okay. That's not how we pay. I it. would recommend not because we just talked a lot before we recorded and I, I don't think it's a good idea. Yeah, to mom you know shame what? Don't. Just don't. Back off. But like we, we're the type of parents that we need to have that separation from our baby so that we put the baby down in the crib at night in its nursery and then we go to our room and go to sleep and it doesn't matter if yes. I'm waking up every hour to go into the nursery that's my prerogative that's that's the way I like to do it instead of having the bassinet in the room okay I yes. Bo and I tried having the bassinet in the room with Harford and we just couldn't function we were we were like well we might as well just go to sleep at seven o'clock at night like that's just not how I need I need time to be an adult I need no okay listen I think sometimes the public is so quick to like judge about the baby and the baby and this, that the mental health of the mother and the father really are a cornerstone. Yes. So if you guys aren't good mentally, it's not going to be good for the baby. So the number one thing is you guys have to also take care of your mental health as well. It's very important. Yes. Thank you for that. I completely. And that includes mom shaming. Yes. <laughs> if you're worried about the welfare of the baby, then do not mom shame Stassi for this decision. Yes. Because then you are directly being mean. To, to a, a baby. baby. You're literally <laughs> fucking with a baby if you mom shame me right now. <laughs> so I am so panicked. Everyone that I've spoken to that has gone through something like this, they were like, oh, the shortest amount of time that it took to resolve the issue is six weeks. What? Ugh. What do you mean six weeks? I'm like, should I turn this podcast studio into a nursery quickly? We were just talking about that. Yeah. Quickly? I... I Taylor, I literally spent all yesterday, last night, just sobbing in the fetal position. Oh. Like I... And just earlier, we were sharing pictures of bags we wanted. I know. I like couldn't believe that I'm like, oh, that's so funny that I thought I was going to buy this like really nice designer bag. And I'm like, no, I have to save money for to redo um, a wall, a ceiling. Who knows? Oh, babe, I'm so sorry. So, and I'm sorry. So I'm sorry, you guys, that there is no video component to this. Um, Are you kidding me? You're a goddamn hero. If any, again, if anyone gives you shit for anything, I will come and beat your ass. Seriously. You are the most incredible pregnant woman on the face of the planet. Thank you. The amount of things that you do, like, wow, pregnant, this is crazy. I mean, a hurricane. You're literally about to pop a baby out of your vagina and... <laughs> Then you have this like major home pain in the ass situation going on and you're here and we're recording and because the Wi-Fi is out, we're FaceTiming <laughs> because she literally can't, we can't, nobody should give you shit for any of this. You are a goddamn rock star. Seriously. Thank you. Thank you so much. When I woke up this morning and her name was like, I'm so, I'm sick. I like can't come in today. I was like, honestly, like that makes sense. Just that tracks. Add it to the list. Add it to the list of things. You know what I mean? Like, of course. What else? Obviously stay home, take care of yourself. I hope you feel better. But like, I'm just waiting for more shit to land, you know? Well, they say bad things happen in threes. So I like that. This is what helps me when shit's so going bad. So one other bad thing's going to happen. So let's count them up. It's only Sonia being sick and... <laughs> And the no. hurricane. Sonia's sick. There is no Wi-Fi for the Patreon. Oh, okay, great. And yes. And then the nursery great, is the, great, you great, know, great, great. really the biggest one. Oh, spoiler alert. I yeah. got an email today that the blinds came in. <laughs> Amazing. And where will they go? No, but like, if this hurricane wouldn't have happened, blinds would have been in in the next two days and I would have been smooth sailing. Literally. Don't coulda, shoulda, woulda. I was so close. It's just, it's a horrible existence. Just, just I was look forward. so fucking close. And like, I, I just, not to like hammer this home too much, but the way that I've been so anxious in this house because the blinds and the curtains weren't up and, and it was giving me so much anxiety and a poor bow. I was just on him every day being like, I can't not have anxiety when things aren't perfect yet. Like I'm somebody that in order for, for like a big moment, like a baby coming to happen, I need to be yeah. fully prepared. Everything, every diaper and wipe needs to be in place. Like I need to know that I have prepared enough and everything's good to right. go in order for me to go mm -hmm. through this peacefully. This is the opposite of peacefully. Have you ever heard of the phrase, when you make a plan, God laughs? <laughs> uh, yeah. 
I've never really liked it. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder why. Because you're a control freak. I've never liked it. I'm just like, eh. that just like sounds like somebody, like something someone made up to make themselves feel better about like shit never going their way. Yeah, you think? <laughs> but that's the point. At least take solace in knowing that nobody is ever in full control. Like at all. So at least it's like misery loves company. I don't know. I kind of feel like extra wealthy people are in control. Like if this happened to a Kardashian, like they'd be fine. You know? <laughs> fine. There's like the an 1% is exempt from this. Yeah. yeah like from the same. There's an extra room or three, four, five. You know what I mean? There's like, they. there are ways that like something like this doesn't make a difference to them. But something like this makes a difference to me. This was my closet room that I had to get rid of <laughs> to make a nursery that just got flooded and ruined. Like, I don't have the extra room, you guys. Like, this, <laughs> this, this is all I got. I'm going to need a Kardashian to call me up, lend me some money <laughs> or a place to live. Can I Airbnb one of their homes okay that's it that's all I got I'm sorry babe that's okay I was uh, I was gonna see if I could just like put this episode uh like to next week and I'm like fuck it at least it's Taylor at least I'm doing it with my bestie at least at least we're we're doing this together like if I I had another guest I'd be like I can't I just like I cannot no I get that and also like even like before we started, we had to like do a little like a little cry sesh. Yes. And um, it's necessary though. You know what I mean? Because if you, if you just keep pushing it down, you got to fucking release that shit. You have to. I know. I'm just such an ugly crier. I thought you looked nice. <laughs> Sometimes when I have makeup on, I can be a pretty crier. It happens. But when I am makeup less and I cry, like, No. Quasimodo vibes till I die. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Why don't we just get into the stories that we are fucking obsessed with right now, you guys? There's only three. And you know what? I'm gonna literally Yeah, I'm gonna do something different. I'm just gonna tell you what they are today. Okay, and then we'll get into them. Great. Um, obviously we gotta get into this Rachel and Bethany stuff. It's, again, Uh, all that anybody's talking about. We're going to talk about Britney Spears. Um, That's another thing people like everybody's talking about. And we're going to go over and just like that because it wouldn't be pop culture hour if we didn't. So where do we want to start, Tay? Do we want to go? Do we want to start with Rachel and Bethany? Do we want to do Britney Spears? Like, who do we want to talk about first? I feel like we have to do Britney because like, obviously it's part of the news, but like, I have so much more to say about the Bethany and Rachel of it all. And then of course, just like that. So then why don't we, we start with Rachel and Bethany? Let's do it. Okay. So anyone who's listening to this podcast knows like that Rachel um, Levis, Raquel Levis, who is now fully going by Rachel. Okay. Yes. Um, she went on Bethany's podcast, Just Be, and mm-hmm. it was three episodes, and now we just were given an Aftermath episode, which was Solo Bethany that I just listened to very quickly. Yeah. Um, honestly, I'm super thankful for all the ads because it helps me to listen to, like, as quickly as possible. I realized, like, these episodes weren't that long. They're, like, five-minute episodes. Well, this is the thing. She really milked the fucking shit out of this. Like, I saw a TikTok that was like, what is this, a Marvel movie? Mm-hmm. Like, three parts. And also, she didn't... Like, she didn't even prepare us. After the first one, I was like, that was an abrupt ending. Yeah. I wasn't like, hey, there's a part no, coming Taylor, out. Like, the way that that was my fuck? first thought, the way I, I listened and I was like, hmm, that seemed like, are you new at this? Like, it seemed like there was like literally no like, well, thank you so much for being here. Like nothing. Yeah. Like nothing. Yeah. I had no idea that it was going to be in parts either. Okay. So like my biggest takeaways from this were were more like... Uh, about Vanderpump Rules and specifically, specifically and about can you explain and about Rachel that? about Tom because I'm like yeah just hearing that you know let me just say this like you know, I know everybody thinks that like R- Rachel is just lying I think that there were lies and there were truths told I I, I think both yeah I I, th- I agree and I but I do believe that. Everything Rachel's saying, she thinks she's telling the truth. I agree with that 100%. Like, even though she is 
she's a liar and has lied yes. in such yeah. a serious, profound way for so long. You can tell that she be- that right now, like her whole thing is she is so desperate to undo that. She's so desperate to tell the truth. I can see that in her. And mm-hmm. but that doesn't mean that she's been given all the right information. Oh, that's a really good point. Well, I was going to say, we just know from life, like, there's your story, there's the other person's story, and then somewhere in the middle, there's more of a semblance of the truth. That also. So... I so okay you're gonna laugh at me so obviously you know I was obsessed with the seven husbands of Evelyn Hugo (laughs) well the same author wrote that Daisy and the six oh I didn't (laughs) know that yeah okay it's and I'm bringing it out it's amazing but I bring it up because in the very beginning the story is told through the perspectives of all the bandmates Daisy managers you know journalists bartenders and so basically the beginning it's like this profound moment of you can try to tell a story but like everybody's version of the truth is somehow different and there's like different crossroads in the story where they're like all recounting like a specific moment and all their perspectives are so different but they're all their own truth so like nobody's actively lying it's just like that's a natural thing for everybody to have their own truth correct agree that that too so i think there's that element and there also is the element that she's been told shit that i just think is not true and so she that's but then she fair. believes kind of like Sandoval also, saying that they offered him a producer credit but that that right there's that, no way that could have been Sandoval like stroking his own ego yes I think so you don't think that that's true not at all not okay. at all I think first there's no way there's no way they would reward him like that there's no that no like it, it just it, it would right. never happen why would they give him control when they see that he's spent all this time lying why would they then right. give him control when they see how capable he is of lying and manipulating a situation like that then they don't just hand out producer credits to cast members like they that's just not the way that it works so I feel like that was just something that he told Raquel to feel like a big shot again <laughs> it's so fucking him wait so she also said something about like knowing specific details of like um Ariana and Sandoval's living situation but then she made a point to say that she has like a total blockage of anybody who is remotely involved with Vanderpump Rules so where is she getting the information from? Oh, well, I mean that I, I feel like she's getting information just from the Internet, just from okay. from people okay. telling her like, oh, well, yeah, we know that Ariana and Tom are still living together, that whole thing. Th- th- that OK, there are a bunch of little comments I want to make about each. Okay. OK, just before we get off of Sandoval, the okay. part that I felt was just like that fucker, that motherfucker was when she said that she, the scene that they filmed together at her apartment, when she brought up, yes. why did you film me without my knowledge? And he said, because I wanted you to see how beautiful you look. Well, I, I hate men <laughs> sometimes. Not all men. It's I just so manipulative, so conniving, so manipulative, gaslighting, gaslighting all of it. Oh my God, all of it. Like, actually, like, I feel like my blood pressure is rising like this. No, don't please don't go into labor. Right like, now. I truly feel good. You'll never forget that Sandoval sent you into labor. Oh you must <laughs> stop contracting your vagina muscles. True. True. Oh my God. Could you imagine You're writing that in my baby's baby book? <laughs> okay. So when she asked about that and he said, I wanted you to see how beautiful you looked. And then after the scene wrapped, the fact that he got mad and said, why did you say that to me on camera? You're going to make me look bad. And then went and threatened production and said, I won't film anymore unless you take that out. And they did. And they did. And they did. That. That hurt. Like it, 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 it hurt for like women everywhere. Like for like women everywhere, I was just like, come on. Like we're still doing this shit. Like I, that happened all the time on Vanderpump Rules when I was there all the time. There were so many times that I remember crying to producers and being like, you guys have covered for certain people that have done really dark things. Poorly behaved men. Yes. I'm men, assuming. men that like, I can't even be in the same room as some of these, of, of these men. And I'm getting like less screen time because of it. And I'm willing to get less screen time because of it. I'm willing to film less because like, this is, this is so unfair and this is so wrong. But at the same time, 
I thought about it and I was like, would I ever want to like go public with this sort of thing? And I was like, no, because I wouldn't want to ruin everyone's jobs. Like I wouldn't want to shut down a show that it's not just the cast. It's the crew. It's producers. It's, there are so many people that work on it and love it. It's a trickle down. It'll trickle down to so many people that I'm like, I am tougher than this. Like I can heal on my own. And I did. And there are so many other female cast members on Vanderpump Rules who have gone through the same thing where production Mm -hmm. has covered for the dudes. Mm -hmm. And we've just had to heal ourselves. So like, That was a straight up truth. I know that Rachel told because it's happened before. And like the fact that like Sandoval was able to just like get away with it again was just like, fuck. But like, I also understand that producers have a job to do. Like they want to get him to film more. And so like if they, if that's what they have to do, it, it just, it's such like a, it's so dark. It's like such a fucked up way of like of of working, but I understand why they have to do it sometimes. But I also feel like from an audience standpoint, right? So it's like I that it, that scene between the two of them, it felt like something was lacking. It wasn't making sense from my viewership perspective. And now when I heard that, I was like, oh my God, of course that makes sense. So I feel like too, like it would have been such compelling reality television to watch that. You know what I'm saying? Yes. But if Sandoval so we, had the said, yes, but if Sandoval, he robbed everyone. I agree. He robbed her of her truth. He robbed production of making an even better scene. And he robbed the audience of what we deserved. Correct. That motherfucker. And and yet he still had the audacity to pretend like he was offered a producer role credit. He's he would never I mean, after pulling that. Like you, you no, you're never you're not going to be offered a no. That was just like such a. Now see, my dumbass believed <laughs> when she said the thing about the producer credit. Uh-huh. So. Uh, so I was like, oh, my God, I can't believe he was rewarded for such bad behavior. So he's he's over here self-producing. You know, the, the, there was been rumors. I mean, him and Ariana fought about it at that, the reunion that he, her, they, that they are fighting back and forth, self-produced their, themselves a couple. Right. So he's been doing this for years with or without her. Who knows the truth? Then he's doing it this whole season and and bullying Raquel is not being able to tell the truth, which I actually think she would have told a lot sooner if she wasn't so scared of him. We talked about this on tour, actually, how you felt like it was her fear of Tom, of like, like, like of disappointing the one person she had left is why she kept going along with the lie right. and that she wanted to tell the truth. Yeah. Like, and so, yeah. And, th- and then I was like, and then they rewarded him for all the self-producing by making him an actual producer. Yeah, no. I was like losing my mind. No fucking way. No fucking way. Okay. Um, okay. Okay. What else did they say that I thought was absolutely crazy? I hated that she said me and Ariana weren't that good of friends. That bullshit. This is the thing. Okay. okay you like Rachel. It felt like she took zero accountability. Like I, I agree. but at this say it's like, I felt, I, I understand when you say I, you felt for her for a little bit because like there is, yes. we're human beings. So like, of course I did too. When I heard the transcript of what was said at the reunion, just like just read aloud, read aloud that way. It hurt my, it hurt my stomach. Have I said horrible things to people on Vanderpump Rules? Yes. I've done, I've been there. I've been the one to be horrible like that. In that moment, you're, Ariana, I feel like was allowed to say those things. What I feel like wasn't allowed. She she could have said, yes. She like, she took accountability. Who, Rachel? But like, well, Did she? she kept saying things like, I know I messed up, like things like that. I know I messed up. But like the story she was telling, we're telling a different version of I know I messed up. For example, like, yes, like leaning into the victim energy, saying that they weren't such good friends. And then but then also saying, well, I was really just like hanging out with them because like him and I were so close. So you were using her to get to yes. him. Noted. I know. And even it's like she can't see the pivotal role she played, it was almost like she was saying, well, they weren't going to make it anyway. If they were a good couple, I would never have done that, but they were a bad couple. So like what I did was kind of excusable. Yes. I mean, that's where, that that's where I felt like, there was, yes, it was infuriating and, and it felt like zero accountability. The only time I felt a little bad for her was hearing all the words that was said to her at the reunion. Like, cause I, I, Bethany, just by her saying, I have a daughter, I was imagining Hartford in that position. But at this, at the same time, Ariana was allowed. Ariana 
Ariana specifically, I just feel like was allowed to say all of those things. What I feel like where it went wrong in the reunion now looking back is that Bethany made a good point that like the whole point of that reunion, there wasn't to get to a resolution. It was literally just to batter her. Like it was, so the whole cast just pummel her, pummel her, pummel her. That's not right. And also, and I said this on tour like a lot when we would talk about the scandal of it all. I would say that I felt blue, again, as a viewer, I felt blue balled by Bravo with that reunion. I, I, I liked the last episode, the finale, but I was just like, I was just waiting for something, anything. And like, it just felt like a big, huge nothing burger. And I feel like, again, like she said, like it would have been a better actual reunion had they let Rachel say more and not just pummel. Like, I feel like that was a disservice done by everybody included. Andy is a moderator. I mean, Lisa too. The cast is going to do what the cast is going to do. Production. Like, I feel like they should have given Rachel a moment to like speak. But then again, would she have spoken? It's not necessarily her strong suit. I just feel like, yeah, I mean, I enjoyed the Bethany podcast because I finally got to hear something. You know what I mean? Even from her perspective, it doesn't make it all true, but it makes it at least a side of the story that was missing the whole time. Right. No, I agree. God, I've said so many complicated feelings about it. I like I, sure. I couldn't believe listening to like what was said to her back, like affected me so much. Like it made me emotional. And and again, it's because Bethany said I have a daughter. So I was just picturing a bunch of people saying these words to Hartford. And I, I'm i like, no, 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 no. I'm like trying to like stay back in it. Like, like this is not about Hartford. But again, I need, I need, I need to take responsibility and accountability and say, I have said worse on Vanderpump yes. Rules. I have said and done worse. So like, who am I to be like, that reunion was really fucked up. You know, like I, I've yes. been there. I've done it all. I've said it all. Um, I'm a, we love an evolved queen. I'm a Stassi. little older. I'm so proud <laughs> I'm of I'm a you. mom. I'm a little older. So like now I just like have a perspective. I, I, yes, I have a new perspective. I see things through a different lens and it, it was really hard to like hear those words being yes. said to her also, again. Though, also though, let's keep it. If we're going to keep it real. Yeah. I'm listening to you take ownership over nasty words you've said. You know, everybody everybody that's listening to this is listening to it too. Guys, can we all admit that we've probably all said nasty shit like Stassi said at past reunions or nasty shit like, like who hasn't said something nasty to another woman when you're mad at them, when you're in a fight with them behind closed doors? So like Rachel's never talked shit about anybody either. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I just feel like sticks and stones. Like, <laughs> like words do hurt for sure, but like... Also, under the circumstances of what she did, but under the circumstances under the, of what she did, like what she did was terrible. Was like I, I keep having to remind myself I know, myself I'm trying to remind myself of that too, yeah. Because I'm like, I have such compassion for her now that I'm like, wait a second, wait a minute, wait a minute. Had she never fucked uh, Sandoval for an extended period of time and a lot about it, yeah. like I feel like that's now kind of like being brushed under the rug, at least by Bethany and definitely by Rachel. And we can't forget what got her here in the first place. I agree. Picking the right diaper for your baby is so stressful. Okay. And we've only, Bo and I have only recently, I feel like in the last six months, really started to explore new diaper options. I had always heard about Coterie since before I had a baby. Okay. And I'm like, oh, that's like the fancy diapers. Like those are like the sheet good diapers that like you can order from online. And I think we started to, I feel like it's been like six months that we started using them. And let me tell you, that they are a game changer. Everything that you hear about them is true. The reason that they are like the fancy diaper is because they are just that, you guys. They are fancy. They are the most comfortable. When I tell you they they feel like actual soft fabric, you know, like so many diapers kind of feel like paperish. This does not. This feels like freaking cashmere on your baby's butt, okay? And they're designed to minimize leaks, blowouts, and diaper ash. Hartford has had on and off diaper ash since she was born. And ever since we started using Coterie, she does not have diaper ashes whatsoever. And I feel like we have to change her diaper so much less. It's insane. I just think it's crazy that like you can hear something about a brand for so long and then you try it out and everything they say about that brand ends up being true. 
Um, Coterie products are also fragrance-free, hypoallergenic, and made with responsibly sourced plant-based materials. Okay, all while feeling so, so soft. I could not recommend these diapers more, you guys, okay? It's time you use a better diaper. And right now, Coterie is partnering with my podcast to offer you 20% off your first order plus free shipping at Coterie.com promo code Stasi. That's Coterie spelled C-O-T-E-R-I-E.com promo code Stasi for 20% off your first order and free shipping. Coterie.com promo code Stasi. And you might think that it's like, oh, well, I, I want to be able to just like go to the store and buy my diapers. No, you don't. Do you know how much easier it is to just go online, type it in, order it, and it comes straight to your door? It's been so much easier than having to go to the store to get diapers. So like, you're welcome, you guys. I say this all the time. It's no surprise. You guys, I am not that great of a cook and Bo does all of the cooking in our house. But when he's not around or when he's tired or when it's just up to me, I lean and rely on HelloFresh, you guys. Okay, with HelloFresh, you get farm fresh pre-portioned ingredients and seasonal recipes delivered right to your doorstep. Okay, so you don't have to go to the grocery store. You don't have to go on Pinterest and look up a menu or, or see a menu. I don't even know about cooking that I'm calling it a menu. You don't have to go look up a recipe on Pinterest and then, you know, write down all the ingredients, make your way to the store and then spend a lot of money on groceries that you're going to end up like not using and you're going to throw away half of those ingredients. And then it takes so much time to actually cook the meal. It's just a lot. And especially when you're not good at cooking. No, for people like me, we need HelloFresh and HelloFresh. It's delicious. These pre-portioned ingredients, they're so fresh, they come directly to your door so you don't have to go anywhere. And you can pick different foods, different entrees every single week. There's 40 chef-crafted recipes to select from every week, you guys. And they have all these different options. They have family-friendly, to fit and wholesome. There's quick and easy dinner options. They even have breakfasts and lunches too. And now that school is starting, y'all, Hartford is starting to go to school. Like, I can't believe it. And I'm about to have another baby. Okay, yeah, I'm spiraling. There's just so much going on. So HelloFresh makes my life so much easier and it can make your life so much easier too. So go to HelloFresh.com slash 50Stasi and use code 50Stasi for 50% off plus free shipping. That's HelloFresh.com slash 50Stasi and use code 50Stasi for 50% off plus free shipping. And no, I agree. And Bethany was so, it was almost like Bethany was trying to make Ariana look bad. And it's like, that's not the route we should be taking right now. Like Ariana hasn't done anything wrong. Why, Mm -hmm. why are we trying? What is this? Trying to say we weren't that good of friends. Ariana's making so much money now. Um, She's still living with Sandoval. She's not living with Sandoval because she's forgiven him. She's living with Sandoval because she's like, this is my house too. And I refuse to leave my own home. And Sandoval is being a gaslighting prick motherfucker who is refusing to leave and this is the thing too and i know this because i went through a divorce when you um when you own property with somebody whether you're married or common law marriage which they basically are or i I don't know what like how long you have to be together but if you are both on that deed is my point and there's gonna be some sort of a breakup and uh, a liquefying of assets that you own together my lawyer told me i remember he said don't leave your apartment if you leave and you go to court he will get the apartment. So there is, it's like, it's like squatters rights. I think it's, maybe that's wrong, but something to the effect of in the same line of, so like she actually has to stay there. Like they made it seem like she's there because she's forgiven him. She's there because she's fighting for her right, for her ownership over that piece of land. That's different. Yes. She's living in a hostile environment. 100%. So like everything that Rachel said about that, lies and and just bullshit and just like not and Bethany shut up like that's this was my this is another issue that I had like I understand Bethany taking this interview what I don't understand is how she didn't when she found out she was going to interview Rachel go and binge watches watch seasons one through fucking 10 so that she knew everything and do her research it was lazy it was lazy a lazy fucking interview just hearing her talk the way Bethany talked Mm -hmm. about Ariana and Sandoval living together that was a lazy interview she did not do her research she didn't understand she does not understand anything yes 
And and to that point, so in the last, the aftermath, the solo podcast she did, she said, well, there is a show, on it's below deck down under right now. And basically, you know, there was a situation where one of the, um, this, so they they all work together. So this guy who's a bosun, they're, they're, they're all coworkers. A bosun came into the room of like a, like oh, a I read stew about that this. he was yes. hooking up with. I, I watched it. Okay. And she was saying how like, you know, like... The captain came in and kicked him off the boat and the captain fired him on the spot and like good on the captain. But she said, but you know, what were the, what were the camera people doing? You know, they like, I know that they said there was a quote unquote control room, but it's like, who was in there calling the shots? And so it's like, she basically was saying that thanks to the captain, it was all good. She's wrong. I watched the episode. The camera people did get involved uh-huh. and the showrunner and the producers were in their ears watching. So like that was actually on production for preventing something potentially horrible from happening. And the captain followed up with proper course of action, but she's speaking on things that she's not having the facts on. Yeah. She's wrong. Yeah. She got the details wrong and she was trying to support her argument saying production, somebody on set needs to be responsible for, you know, the reality TV people. And in this case, actually on below deck down under, it was the camera people. It was production. So she was wrong. Yeah. I just, it is kind of annoying how she speaks with so much authority. Totally. When clearly she like has not done her research about so many different things, even yes. just about like Rachel and how much she got paid. I don't know what Rachel got paid. I I truly don't. When I heard the number 360, I was like, that- wait, no, 361. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> Why that, that makes detail? me That makes me think that it's fake. <laughs> like why the why one? Why the detail? Yeah, exactly. That sounds like somebody who's like, we need to make up a number, but they were like, okay, 360. And then they were in a boardroom and someone's like, no, add a one because that's just like, because the odds of it actually being an even number, like 360, like, no, now I think that that was fake. <laughs> that detail just actually... <laughs> Either way, I don't think Rachel's point was that she didn't make anything from this season. No. I no. think it was like she hasn't made anything since. Agreed. And I think that that like that also her coming back, they weren't offering her any what she felt like she deserved. Can I ask you a question? I'm dying to know your answer. Okay. So she said that basically in the interview, what she really wanted was to be paid as much as as Ariana and Tom. Mm-hmm. So A, do you think Ariana and Tom are making the same amount of money? Because they've been on the show. For, she's been on a little bit longer than her. So that's my first question. You don't have to answer, but if, if you want to, I would like it. And so do you think that her and him are making the same amount of money? And number two, do you think that Rachel actually did deserve to make the same amount as them if they were all involved in Scandal together? the way that Vanderpump Rules pay paying works, it literally goes by how many years you've been doing it. So how many years, not how many years have you been around production? Because like she's been there as James's girlfriend. How many years have you been a lead, like a main cast member? And I was making less money. I don't know if people know this. I was making less money than a lot of people on the cast because I had left. You left. So I was a year behind people. And I was like, wow. and I never cared to fight it. I was like, you know what? Like, if this is how you guys do it, that's how you guys do it. I know my worth. <laughs> <laughs> and I'll just make other job opportunities outside of the show. <laughs> do you know what I mean? Like, I just like right. had to think and that's how I chose to think about it instead of fighting to be like, no, I want to make as much as every single person. I It just felt petty to me. Okay. Okay. So... Uh, if we're going to go by that, no, Rachel doesn't deserve to make as much as Sandoval or Ariana. Do you know what I mean? Right. Because that's not how yes. it works. And so the argument would be, okay, then you go and have an affair and then you just get to be paid as if you've been on the show for 11 years. That's also fair. That's fucking that's crazy. <clears throat> You're rewarded for bad behavior. Then, like, then any new person could come in fuck some shit up, do something horrible and then demand to be paid as if they had been on the show for 10 years. That's just like not how it works. And also, and now I'm like seeing where like I started to fall victim to like the Bethany and Rachel agenda. Like it's not like Rachel knew that her having this affair with Tom that her and Tom tried to keep a secret was going to be this blockbuster of a a season. Mm -hmm. So like 
you know, like hindsight's twenty twenty. So she didn't do the action because she was like, you guys, we're going to be the most yeah. important reality show on the face <laughs> no. of the planet. She was living her life, fucking him quietly, hoping no one found out. And so, you know, this was just a perfect storm of shittery. And yeah. I just feel like, you know, the fact that it just was striking gold is just dumb luck. It's hitting the lottery. And there was no guarantee. Because think about it, There's been so many other nefarious um, affairs that have happened on Vanderpump Rules, but none quite this big. Yes. So could, you couldn't have predicted this. It's not like she she took one for the team. No. For ratings and for money. No. I mean, I understand wanting more money. Like, I get that. Yeah. Be like, give me a bigger raise than you normally give. Up my percentage a little bit more than normal. That's fair because yeah. she can't really get work outside of this right now. Do you know what I mean? Right. But that also is her fault. She did this to herself. It's it's so... See, this is where I like... I, I have such conflicting things. Like, there are so many things that I did wrong on Vanderpump Rules and mistakes that I've made where it's like, well, I've done this to myself. So I'm not going right. to go and complain and say, I deserve to get paid this because look how my life... Like, how this affected my life. Well, I did that to myself. I made those bad decisions. Right. And, and so I, it's just so, it's so complicated. Do I think Rachel should have gotten a little bit of a raise? Yeah, probably. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? But, but also, <clears throat> and it's not like they fired her. They asked her back. She chose not to go back, which is absolutely her prerogative for her mental health. But how can you be beating this drum about mental health Wait. and then be going on Bethany's podcast and doing an interview like this? It's just, again, there's hypocrisy. It's conflicting messaging. It's, I understand why the world is imploding over no, this. No, truly. And I literally just had like my life flash before my eyes of seeing all of these like clickbait articles that's, that it's just quoted. Stassi Schroeder says, Rachel should have been should have been like rewarded with a raise that's like literally not no. what I mean like I, I no let's not reward cheating with a raise I'm just right. saying making a point about saying she can't find work anywhere else if you want her back on this show enough yes. You probably are going to have to pay her a little bit more because she can't find work elsewhere now. Yes. That's the point. That's the point I'm trying to make. Please don't make that a clickbait <laughs> fucking title in an article that makes it sound like I'm saying something that I'm not. Okay. This isn't about rewarding that behavior. But it sounds like she out negotiated herself, which is another lesson to be learned for everybody. You know what I mean? Yeah. You can push and push and push, but when you're out, you're out. So just like, I don't know. I, I feel like if I were her, I think it would have been smart to go back. I, am I insane? Am I, am I not understanding how bad it would have been for her? I, because she said her next, like when Bethy said, what, so what's your next plan? She was like, to start a podcast, kind of like a mental health podcast. And then she wanted to say like, because no one does that. And I'm thinking, Rachel, so many people fucking do that. But then she said, because like the thing that nobody does is like tell it basically in so many words, I'm paraphrasing, but the mistress's perspective and then Bethany was like, yeah, because a lot of people, there's a lot of cheating and that like in all those cheating scenarios, there has to be a mistress. And then she said, or a mister. And that is a quote. So yeah. So the thing is, if she was like, I'm out of Hollywood, I'm out of showbiz, I'm going to go like, I'm, I'm going to go get a degree in mental health and I want to like pursue a career in therapy. I would be like, cool, but she wants to stay in the public eye, y'all. So if that's the case, go back to the show, yeah. get your money and then figure out a way to monetize, make some fucking merch. You know what I mean? Start a podcast while on the show so you can use the platform to fucking promote it. Yeah. Like there's just so much that, you know. Like, She's not very business savvy, okay? That's, I was going to say, it also boils down to like she just didn't know how to monetize it. And I have empathy for that because I fucking suck at that shit too. Hmm. But not as bad as her. No. Yeah, that was a wasted opportunity, the whole podcast thing. That's just strange to me because her voice shakes when yeah. she talks. So how is that going to work? don't even get me started. No, like, how is that going to work when, like, she, she gets nervous having a conversation off camera? Do you know what I mean? Like, or off air. Oh, uh, yeah. Um, yeah. Best of luck. Cheese <laughs> and Pete's. I do think that she should have gone back. 100%. Yeah. Because I think now, I think it looks even from the, like, and I'm just saying like from the outside, just like as a spectator that's like looking at social media or whatever, I think it's strange 
to see Sandoval back in the mix, even though like, I'm not saying anyone's forgiven him. I have no idea. I actually like, haven't really talked to my friends about this. Like I haven't asked. Mm-hmm. Um, but from the outside, when you just like see photos of them all filming together, mm-hmm. it's weird to see like, whoa, like, so we've all just been like fighting this fight <laughs> and been like waving the flag. Do you know what I mean? And now you guys are just like filming with him, hanging out with him, taking photos with him. It's weird to see. And then Rachel literally is so far on the outside getting nothing from this. Like Sandoval is getting paid for season 11. A lot of money. A lot of money. A lot. Life-changing money, you guys. Like a lot. Rachel can't get a job and is not going to have her story told on the next season I mean, if she had gone back, she could have probably figured out a way. If anybody was going to be back in the good graces of the group, it probably could have been more her than him because he's just such a fucking sociopath, in my opinion. However, and ultimately, I think she's wrong, but I think he's the most wrong. Oh, I agree. I definitely think he's the number one wrong. And had she come back, I I don't think it would have shaken out like this. But because now she's talking about the show, it actually bonds everybody closer together. So if they are going to like being good graces with Sandoval, it's kind of her fucking fault. And I'm so mad at her for creating it. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like, I wish she'd come back and I wish that she's pushed him out. You know what I mean? Yeah. <sighs> I don't know where you go from here. I don't know where you go from here when either. like a show sees so big of a scandal that, that it, like it affected viewers and, and, and fans in like such a way that 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 a storyline normally doesn't to, that now people feel so invested in it that if the next season doesn't go according to the way viewers feel like what's fair to them like where do you go from there right do you know what i mean and what is fair to them what i don't is, even know what the answer is yeah i don't know either but those were those were i think my main takeaways is there anything else that you wanted to say about this? Mm-mm. I just want to be very clear that I don't think Rachel should get a raise for having an affair with Dom Zanimal, you guys. <laughs> Let me reiterate that, okay? Absolutely not. And I also want to be clear again, I don't think Rachel took accountability in this um podcast episode but i think um two things can be true at the same time i can still feel badly for her yes and while also recognizing that she's the problem like to a part of the problem part of the problem part of the problem like i feel compassion in certain situations that she's in like hearing those words spoken to her at the reunion like was fucking bad it's crazy to fucking hear just like read aloud like that and yes I've said worse. Fully admit that. It's just I, I have a lot of I have a lot of conflicting feelings about it. So um, I'm going to hate seeing this podcast written about in the press. <laughs> I know it like hardcore know it. I know that like the next week, like when this comes out Wednesday for like a full week, I think I'm like not going to go on my phone because I'm not going to want to see any article that I've said anything. Well, why don't you just like eat some hot sauce, take a long walk and push that baby uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> out as soon as possible. Uh-huh. Yeah. Really distract from it. Okay. Are you an online shopper like me? Okay. If you are, listen up. Okay. I've talked about Rakuten before. Rakuten is a way to earn cash back on everything that you're buying online. Okay. So say Sephora or Ulta or Macy's, Nike, eBay, Expedia, Best Buy, Zappos, you guys, Petco. There's so many different things. When you go through Rakuten to buy, you end up getting cash back from these brands. And the way that you can, they do that is that these brands pay Rakuten a commission for sending you to their stores to purchase things. So if you're already going to be buying things online, if you're already going to be shopping at Sephora, why not get cash back on it? Okay. It's a no brainer. Rakuten has partnered with over 4,200 stores. So like 
anywhere from fashion brands, beauty brands, home decor, groceries, kids' school supplies, you guys, travel, home essentials, electronics. It's amazing. And membership is free and it's very easy to sign up. So start all your shopping trips at Rakuten.com or get the Rakuten app to start saving today. Your cashback really adds up, you guys. So Rakuten.com or get the Rakuten app. That's R-A-K-U-T-E-N. Let's talk about, we're going to talk about, we, we still, let's talk about the things. Okay. Okay. Quick. Quick. <laughs> Britney Spears getting a divorce from, I can never say his last name, Sam. Ashgari. Ashgari, you guys. I might be butchering it too, but I've tried to learn it. Okay. We all knew this was going to happen. Hell yeah. No one thought they were going to be together forever. I mean, it did happen quickly. No. Yes. Um... Have you seen that he's gone on his Instagram Mm -hmm. and trying out different disguises and getting his for the paparazzi for the paparazzi to get his followers to like vote or whatever? Like, should I wear this? He is the most cringe. First of all, it doesn't even make sense. It doesn't make sense because then the paparazzi are going to know what fucking (laughs) what wig you have on. You stupid fuck. You idiot. You you attention hungry asshole. Like yeah the. No, he's disgusting. First of all, so poor Brittany. I know. And you know, girl, buy a horse. Buy all the horses you fucking want. I don't care. You post the weird cryptic shit on your Instagram. I'm here for it, girl. You have, what a life you have lived. I am so happy for two reasons. Number one, I am so happy that it's coming out that they had an ironclad prenup, okay? Right. Because Brittany deserves to keep every goddamn penny that she bled out for and not a cent to him. So I support that entirely. They were buried very short amount of time. He can keep his Jeep, LOL, and his sneaker collection. Back in the day, Octavia Spencer made a joke when they first announced their engagement or they were getting married. You better have an ironclad prenup. And she had to apologize to Sam Mm -hmm. and Brittany. And he was like, it's okay. Of course we have one. Um, I want to protect my Jeep and my sneaker collection. So it's like, oh, I don't remember. I don't don't remember him saying that. That's funny. I remember her saying that and her having to apologize. I didn't remember that he said that. That's hysterical. What a loser. Yeah. You guys, I I have this theory that he thought that marrying Britney was going to help his acting career. Cause remember he was doing, totally. he was like doing films with Randall Emmett. Yeah. Oh Jesus. No. Yeah. I'm deceased. Mm-hmm. Small world, small mm-hmm. world shit. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think he thought that by marrying Britney, like he was going to have this in for his career and he realized they don't leave the house. <laughs> like all they do is make dance videos or whatever. Like I, <laughs> I think he just realized, oh, this didn't go the way that I thought it was going to go. And yeah. it's he's like, it's been a year. Um, all right, I'm out. Like that's to me, like what it seems yes. like. He's also been like, so he filed for the divorce. Yeah. So it's kind of been seeming like it's because she was caught by him allegedly kissing a male staff member. I feel like. He was the one that had cheating rumors yes. and now he's trying to just distract, right? Yeah. Like I saw a TikTok somewhere about how he was like making out with this like reality star, like uh, some time within the last year and why hasn't that gone viral? And people are like speculating why it hasn't gone viral. And I'm like, oh, weird. Yeah. Well, and my number one point is I have been very concerned about him for a long time because the entire what's wh- why am I blanking on this the entire uh conservative conservatorship you know as everything was being upturned it became very evident that they had their hands in every facet of her life so if she was with Sam under the conservatorship that means that Sam was approved by her- the conservatorship oh you're right he was the last thing that was holding strong that like existed while she was in the conservatorship. So like he's one of the bad guys That's with such that a good logic, point. no? That's such a good point. And also the fact that when he would go and post about her on his Instagram, he he posted like photos that were throwbacks from years prior pretending like they were recent. Which is very much a part of the plan of the conservatorship. Yeah. 
Like you never wow. saw that? And like all like, no. oh my God, people like Britney fans were like calling it out all the time. I mean, like this was literally taken when you guys went to Hawaii in like 2018 or something like that. And wow. yeah, so like he's just always been shady. Why and why has he never spoke out? Why has he never acknowledged all the weird shit like about her? the way she's acting like everything like he's all the way that he's handled the Britney Spears shit has always been sketch as fuck yeah he's sus for sure yeah do you see these tiktoks ever about no. how <laughs> how all the videos of Britney aren't even actually Britney and like they'll take her dancing videos and They'll put them in slow motion. And like when her arms raise, you'll see her face change. Face glitches? Face glitches. Sometimes I... It's called a deep fake. What's a deep fake? A deep fake is like my wife's in tech. She's a nerd. But so I only know that because of her. But it's like there's like... Okay, so there's an account that... Well, I forget who told us to follow it. But it's basically like they put our... Oh, it was Bo. It was Bo. what? Yeah. It's Arnold Schwarzenegger's face. Oh, yeah. Bo loves those. Bo oh, literally, like, he sends me these yeah. um, videos of like Arnold Schwarzenegger singing songs like that are like doing Celine Dion. And yeah. it's like, it's so, so but, real. I mean, that's not quite a deep fake, but like you can actually like superimposed, superimposed famous people's faces, like faces onto anything that you do. And it's like a deep fake. Like it's like you could like the Internet is getting so goddamn terrifying. But yes, that's absolutely technologically possible. So I'm going to show I, I'm going to send you one of these videos where the glitch happens. Like to me, like that was just like proof that like something is not right. Like the fact that she's posting these videos from her account. Right. And when she, but what? I use lots of filters when I do my stories because why would I put makeup on when there's a filter for it? And if you move your face a certain direction, the filter like pops off and you glitch. So maybe she's just using heavy filters. Okay. The argument that I see people say though is like it literally looks nothing like her and also her teeth. What happened okay. to her teeth? Something happened to her teeth. Lots of TikTok videos about how her teeth are completely different than they used to be. Oh my God. I mean, I, you could do a TikTok on me on that and it would be accurate. My teeth look so fucking different. Really? I need braces. Do teeth yes. change? Mine don't. Yes! Really? Do you wear a retainer? No. Well, I guess we can't all be as lucky as you. Yeah. Miss <laughs> luck over here <laughs> right now. <laughs> ah! Touche. Touche. Okay. Well, I guess it really isn't. Oh, wait. Hold on. The, the best part of this whole thing is that yeah. post... Sam filing for divorce. Brittany decides, you know what? I haven't been seen out in a while. I think I'll go get some fried chicken <laughs> with a wine, a to-go wine cup <laughs> in my hand. Her. Literally, I have not seen paparazzi photos of Britney Spears in forever. And the one time, like, you know, the, the, the day that Sam files for divorce, she's like, fried chicken and a to-go wine. Like, a perfect could not be any better like how else do you want to spend the eve of your <laughs> of your husband filing for divorce like i that's what i want i want a to-go wine and fried chicken but then did you see that she posted that video of that dude licking her leg that was so weird yes and she was basically saying that she her friend must have told the paparazzi where she was i don't know everything's so cryptic and weird it, it's like become my new normal <laughs> Damn. Brittany, Brittany, Brittany. Yeah. But I oh. guess that's all I got. Okay. Um, okay. I know you're anxious to get out of here. Did you did you watch the last episode of And Just Like That? I'm not anxious to get out of here. I'll do this with you for three hours straight. <laughs> no, it's okay. We both are. Listen, I feel disgusting. I'm sick. I'm tired. <laughs> I have a flood going on in my house. Okay. Okay. We'll wrap it up. Um... You're about to give birth. Are you in labor currently? <laughs> I'm worried that it will happen now at any moment. My anxiety okay. and my blood pressure is just like, I feel like I lightheaded all the time. Like when I stand up, when I do anything, I'm like, something's, something's happening. And just like that. Sorry. Okay. 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 Um, 
a stinking pile of garbage it shit. It is. I fucking hate it. I hate it. It's so bad. Mm-hmm. This is the second to last episode. The last one is coming out this week. Like, fuck this shit. Fuck it all. And I know that Kim Cattrall of it all is going to be fucking nothing. Yeah. I, I just, I'm just so sick of it. I'm really, I've, I'm, I'm, I'm fed up. Do you think that it'll get picked up for another season? Oh, Do you think God. enough people I mean, hate watch it? Yes. The only reason we'll get picked up is for a hate watch. I just feel like there were so many opportunities for it to turn a corner and get lighthearted, to turn a corner and get more funny. And every step of the way, they just choose, they choose violence. Yeah, they chose death. With the audience. They did. It's like everything is so doom and gloom. And like, I thought this was supposed to be a show about like women in their 50s approaching their 60s or mid 50s. And it's like, you still got it, baby. And it's like, Oh my God, I've never been more scared of aging in my entire life. It looks depressing and serious and stressful and just like everything implodes. Uh-huh. I, it's, 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 it could not be further from Sex and the City if it tried. Right. I just need, just in case um, my listeners didn't go listen to the podcast episode I did with you on your uh-huh. taste of Taylor. Um, I do have to say the moment, and I just want to repeat myself, the moment that I realized I was officially done and I hate everything about this show is when they had Carrie questioning yes. whether Big was a mistake. Like, if I couldn't hate Carrie anymore, then I already did. Okay. Mm-hmm. The writers who everyone who was a part of making this decision of a storyline for her to question this, all of mm-hmm. Sex in the City seasons one to six through the 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 two movies after uh, the thread besides the friendship of the women, the other thread was will she get with Big? It was this yeah. supposed to be this realistic great love story. Like not everything is a fairy tale, but you can still end up with the person that you're supposed to be with, even if it's hard and complicated. Like from season one to the end, to the last movie, her and Big were it. Okay. It was the only likable fucking thing about her, her, her Big and her shoes. That's it. Yeah. Okay. So for her to all of a sudden question a deceased man's existence, pretty much the life he led, the life he chose to lead with her is so a mistake a mistake it's so sick and twisted so sick. and i just feel like are all the writers in that room doing drugs <laughs> like what what what's going on what's going on i know there are no bad ideas you know like you know what but like i don't know who made this decision was it michael patrick king or was it sjp you know i love to blame her um but ever since the series ended the series was lighthearted and fun. It did tackle important subjects, but at the end of the day, it was silly and it was feel good. And it, it had a somewhat of a happy ending or a satisfying ending. It didn't take itself so seriously. That was the beauty of it. And ever since the movie started, it was the beginning of the end. That very first movie, when we all went in, I was so drunk, Stassi, I blacked out. I had to literally go. Okay. I had to go see the movie by myself two days later at a movie theater because I couldn't remember what I watched because I had that many Cosmopolitans before, okay? I was so excited to have the most fun night of my life. That is how us girlies felt about this show. Yeah. Get so drunk. Yeah. You can't even remember seeing it, okay? Yeah. And when I went back and saw it, I was like, am I depressed because I have a drinking problem and I don't remember what I saw two nights ago? Or am I depressed because this is depressing? And it, I had never felt so sad by a Sex in the City episode in my life. And that movie, it was like, I mean, it was just so heartbreaking. And then the second, the second one, it was like, she kisses Aiden and you're like, hearts ripped out of your chest. It just yeah. all of a sudden started to take itself a little bit too seriously. Yeah. And all we got, and just like that, is a serious part. I mean, they killed Big Off in the first fucking episode. Like, give us some lube. I know. You know? I know. So the silly lighthearted days of this brand are gone. All we have left is depression and sadness. Mm-hmm. And I can't. God, even like be with it. Aiden sobbing at the end. I was like, I can't. That's take, what I'm saying. I'm like, I can't take this. Like, I don't want to see your teenage son potentially killing himself because you're not around because you're with Carrie. <laughs> 
the worst woman in the world. Like, this is so dark. I literally like looked over at Bo and I was like, we could never get divorced. Like, <laughs> literally ever. Like, I don't care what happens. We are not getting divorced because I am not going to let a stepmom come in and then have one of our children get in the car because you've been spending too much time with that woman and uh, and and driving the car and accidentally getting uh, in an accident like because he, this the kid's so worked up like we can, we need to stay together forever we're not looking at the show for goddamn life lessons or as as like a cautionary tale we're looking at it so that like you know what? There's people that get divorced and you could look at it in a funny way. Like, oh my God, love being divorced because I get to be single 50% of the time. Correct. Like there's so many different ways. Yeah. She was in a show called Divorce. That was funny. What has happened? What? What show was that? SJP was on a show. It was on, I believe HBO. It was called Divorce. It's fucking-larious. Um, the guy from Wings is her husband. They end up getting a divorce. Um, her best friend is uh, Superstar. What's her name? Molly from Shannon. Molly Shannon. She's hilarious. She shoots her husband. It's hilarious. Wait, when is that? When did that come out? I don't know, a while ago. I think there was about four seasons. It's amazing. She gives Carrie Bradshaw. Like, her outfits are a little less Carrie, a little more like Hudson Valley, upstate New York, but she's still got that fashion baby. It's but fucking great. Was this great. before Sex in the City or after? This is after Sex in the City. This is the show she did after Sex in the City. How have I never heard of this? When I give birth, I've been trying to think of which shows I want to watch. Um, that I'm, I'm going to add that you. to the list. It's so good. And it gives you like... It gives you Carrie. It gives you the SJP that you love. It does. And it, there's not even a glimmer of this version. So wow. enjoy. Thank you for that. Um, You're welcome. So yeah, you guys. And just like that, if I hadn't said it before and felt it before, I definitely feel it now. It's gone to shit. It's yeah. gone to shit. Will I watch the finale episode? Yes, I will. Duh. Because <laughs> I want to see this last supper. And of course, you know, Aiden's probably going to show up at the last supper. I, I don't care. Whatever. You guys... <laughs> You know what? Today sucks. This whole episode, this, everything sucks in my life right now, except for this beautiful gift of a child that I have growing inside of me. Well, he's already grown. He's, he's fine. Okay. But like everything sucks right now. And just like that sucks. Everything, this podcast episode was so, I, this is not my best work. There's going to be so many <laughs> fucking headlines about shit. And then I'm going to have people calling me up and be like, did you say this? Did you say this? And I'm like, fuck you guys. I don't need this stress right now, please. No. <laughs> I can't this, I want this podcast episode to just like fly under the radar. It literally will do the complete opposite. <laughs> All right, let everyone know where they can find you, you bitch. <laughs> oh, I forgot. Okay, uh, I have a podcast. It's called Taste of Taylor. Check it out. New episodes come out on Thursdays. And also follow me on Instagram at Taylor Strecker. Um, and if you really like me, go to my Patreon. Uh, Patreon.com slash The Taylor Strecker Show. It's daily. There you go. Bada bing, bada boom. Great. Um, I love you. I love you. Take care of my um, godchild, please. I'm doing the best that I can. I know. You're doing fantastic. You're doing great, sweetie. All right. Bye, guys. Bye.